obviously it's great news for us. We're, we're off the moon as, um, as a squad, uh, as a team. Obviously they've gone through the disciplinary process and uh, come to the outcome they've come to, which is, um, yeah, it's great for us in terms of having our captain and leader back in and getting away with, um, obviously, going through the process and uh, cracking on as normal. Getting away with... Um, getting away with... Um, getting away with... You wonder who that voice was. Uh, that is Owen Farrell's teammate. It's George Ford. That is his actual teammate saying, getting away with And as he was saying it to a, a, a media lady, uh, he absolutely thought, what have I just said halfway through saying it and tried to change direction. But George, it was way too late. That's exactly what the England team were thinking uh, about their captain and his tackle and getting away with it. And simply, he has done that, Louis. It's uh, quite staggering. Uh, to, to that effect that um, we've got so many, so many te- texts coming in. We love your calls, uh, but if you don't want to call, that's uh, fine. Uh, don't priors count in rugby? Well, Louis, they do. Priors do count in rugby um, because you can have a sentence um, or a punishment reduced because of a clean record. It, we hear, we see this time and time again, guys like Scott Barrett. Uh, we get this, we hear this word recidivist offenders, and and um, we, we talk about them at nauseum down here. Blokes that have had bad tackle, tackle technique. Uh, of course, Nepal Lalala has been in the the crosshairs from time to time, and it is a very well known fact that Owen Farrell is a recidivist. He is a recidivist. Um, I mean, I think four five times he's been up for these sorts of tackles and uh, the further down the track he goes with his record uh, the light more likely uh, they seem to be treating him well Chris has come in with a very valid point now uh, I think uh, now they have to allow George Mawala to play as well and on football tonight I think we might see the game of the tournament tonight Chris you, you may well be right um, uh, the judiciary at international level needs to be made up of people from different countries so New Zealand would be up before a potential uh, an Aussie or a South African panel it's a joke with Farrell uh, as judge was a pommy lawyer uh, part of the old boys network even the NRL uh, this uh, inconsistent well uh, Australians were uh, very heavily involved in this panel uh, I've got to say there's former players uh, one of which is David Croft highly respected uh, Wallaby so um, that to me uh, I find uh, quite interesting that they would look at it like that. I mean, they see, uh, I, they see, I believe, what we see, um, and there's no hiding from it. That is a straight out, lined up shoulder to the head. There's no other way to look at it. Uh, but they found a way. It's quite staggering. Uh, Steve is here from Auckland. Morning, Steve. Hello, Steve. G'day, Steve. Yeah, good morning. Good morning, Smithy. Yeah, I've got to say I'm absolutely staggered, but but kind of not surprised as well because I, I think if we think back to that Irish series last year when Angus Tarval was was red carded for for in the main to me what seemed more of an accident than anything, you know, absolute late change of direction, and he probably wouldn't have because he got obscured at the time, so he wouldn't have seen. Gary Ringrose changed direction, and then a week later, Andrew Porter gets left <laughs> let off after having more time to change direction or to change his level of his tackle, jumping up to Brody Retallick, and and there was a head clash. And I just thought back then you got an inconsistency straight away. And of course, 
You talk about George Moala. I've seen the tip, tip tackle. Yeah, it, 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 it wasn't great, but I'm saying it. You know, the player didn't exactly. It wasn't. It didn't land directly on his head. And of course, with Owen Farrell, well, he's just got a history of getting away with it, and he gets away with it again. So, yeah, it's just that inconsistency piece that gets up my nose a little bit, Smithy. Well, it is to me, and you know, and the other thing about this, Steve, um, is that sometimes it is reactionary, right? So you, you, your method of tackle is almost a method of defence for your own body. In other words, uh, someone does change direction on you, a, a sidestep or, or something of that nature, and you all of a sudden you felt a bit vulnerable yourself, so you, it's a reactionary thing. I think this guy um, has an intent. Uh, you can't, and it's very hard to deny that he hasn't got an intent uh, with so many uh, examples of the same tackle. Absolutely. There was the one against, I can't remember who the player was, but it was on a South African player in a test at Twickenham. And it was an absolute shocker. And there was no sanction for that as well. So he's, he's, he's obviously got a, a technique issue, but boy, it just, it just absolutely stinks that he gets away. Listen, even if he got two or three weeks, I kind of get it. At least he got, he got something, but boy, there's, you know, world rugby, they've put a, a marker on the ground or a bit of a line in the sand that you can you can point to this case if you go down that, yep. this particular street. But listen, you just want common sense to take place. At the end of the day, there are accidents that happen. You know, players don't go out deliberately to bang into somebody's head. You know, sometimes a late cut can happen, but if a player's got time, in my opinion, to adjust to his level... You know, like like the likes of Nepo Lalala, we've known that he's. There are times where he's just basically cleaned a, a guy out who's on the ground. Totally get it, but oh, you just hope common sense comes into play, Smithy. But I don't think it will. I do. T- I don't think it will, Steve. But I, I, I've got to think. I've got to be thinking. The reaction to this will prompt World Rugby to have a strong look at it and see if they're prepared to defend their own standards that they've set. Uh, let's just see if they are uh, are willing and able to do that and they've got uh, about a day to make up their mind. Joey, good morning to you. Yeah, g'day, Smithy. I've just seen that that tackle, um, well, shoulder charge. Unbelievable, mate. You know, if you did that in the NRL or any any, uh, rugby uh, in New Zealand, you'd get five weeks. It's unbelievable. I mean... He didn't even use his arms. He's gone, he's dropped his shoulder. Um, so, so these clowns that are watching it, you know, I mean, I can't believe it. I mean, Stevie Wonder, you know, they're not just joking here, but Stevie <laughs> Wonder would pick it up better than that. That's a bloody joke. It, it, is, you know, it, it is a joke. It is a joke. It is a joke. Now, I'm, I'm just looking for um, an article, um, and I'll give it to you. Uh, I'm trying to find it now uh, on what the panel said. Right, uh, the disciplinary panel uh, reviewing, they cited a change in the dynamic in the contact area as a mitigation, with the panel saying uh, the involvement of England's Jamie George in the tackle caused Basham, Basham to change his angle. So uh, the panel was made up of 
uh, Adam Castleton, SC, former Australia internationals John Langford and David Croft. Uh, the actual wording, the committee found that the late change in dynamics due to England number two's interaction in the contact area brought about a sudden and significant change in direction from Basham and the committee's opinion this mitigation was sufficient to bring the Players Act of foul play below the red card threshold. That's it, Joey. That's the exact wording. Hey, what's with if, if, you know, look, if, if he got three weeks or whatever, or, or that, people would say that's not enough of that, but he got something. This is telling yep. me, you got nothing, so I can use my shoulder in a rugby match or a league match, or, or well, rugby at the moment, because, it's a, you know, and, and I'll get away with it. But the problem is, the consistency's never there. Um, absolute, absolute joke. And the only reason they're letting, they're letting them off if they want them to play in the World Cup. And just on another quick thing, the, the goalkeepers, the same thing happened yesterday at Man United. Smith, you, you would have seen it. The goalkeepers saw have that. been sent off. Unbelievable. Yep. You've never got a penalty for it. I mean, I'm a Man United man, but that was a joke as well. What are these guys well, looking well, at? Are you, something uh, different. Uh, look, you know, Joey, you're absolutely spot on there. In fact, I thought of that at the same time, and I thought to myself, are you kidding me? The only person punished for that offence by that goalkeeper, the only was the opposition was the Wolves manager, who because he reacted like and saw what everyone else did and reacted the same way, because he is a manager and he um, walked towards an official remonstrating, he was yellow carded for his act, the goalkeeper. I mean, he hits, makes head contact away from the ball. It was late. It was to the head. I mean, there was absolutely no mitigating factors in that at all. And Wolves were stuffed out of sight by that refereeing decision. Absolutely no doubt about it, Joey. I think I might be a bit fired up. I need to cool down. Uh, I need to take a break, but I need to go to you, Louis, because you've come up with something else. Augustine P. Shot, Smithy, this is just going to fire you up more, to be honest. We'll, we'll see if we can get the blood pressure down some stage this morning. Augustine P. Shot, he was thought of as obviously a wonderful halfback and, and legend. He's, in the, he's a Hall of Famer, I'm pretty sure. But he was one of the more progressive administrators of the game. He was the vice chairman of World Rugby. He went for the vote. Bill Beaumont won. He stayed on. P. Shot left. He's just starting to get back involved with administration on the world level. I think he's just been put back on the council. He has tweeted... A joke, once more, from one of the most progressive administrators and intelligent and powerful men in world rugby, a joke, once more. They have to act. Well, world rugby have to act. It's as simple as that. They have to take the bull by the horns and say, uh, we're gonna, uh, actually going to counter this. We're going to have our own review process because we have set the bar. We are the ones that set the bar. We can't have it abused like this in the public domain for all to see. Don't care who the player is. Don't care what the ramifications are. It's the laws of the game, whether you're playing at club rugby, international rugby, school rugby or whatever. This is what the, they, they've, they've made this thing about making the game safer, about head contact. It's their, it's their rules. They have to, as world rugby, turn around and say, absolutely wrong. It's farcical. We want this looked at again. 944.